Welcome to Coaching and Cocktails, the podcast. Morning, Brandy. Hi, how are you? I'm fabulous. It's so this Friday, is, I think. This is Coaching and Cocktails, the podcast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the, the April 2020 edition. Oh, right? yeah, it's April. It's is April it? 4th. Okay. No, I it's got, April 3rd. I got scared for a minute. Because I don't know. Because we usually podcast on Tuesdays, but I think it's Friday. I don't think it matters. Are they still doing days? days? <laughs> <laughs> Are we still doing that? Or I thought we stopped. Um, I don't know. The only, way, the only way I know what day of the week it is is which clients are checking in. Although half of my clients aren't checking in when they're supposed to. Right. So I'm like, wait, your check-in day was Thursday. Is today Thursday? Oh, no, wait. I think it's Friday. But you were supposed to check in yesterday. I don't know what right. the fuck's happening. And everybody's like, whatever. So yeah. for, for the people who will be listening to this in the future, because obviously this will go into some sort of podcasting archive, this is the middle of the corona pandemic still. And I don't even know if I'd say the middle. Like, I we're think it's still kind of in the beginning. The, yeah, somewhere in that. So we have been four weeks into this process. Three and a half, four weeks. <laughs> so things are weird. Things are weird for everybody. Uh-huh. Yep. Things it, are weird. It's a strange, brave new world. It is. But we're going to do something a little different this morning. And um, so um, my uh, friend cohort in the natural bodybuilding industry, uh, Marjorie Thrash, reached out to me. We've been kind of messaging back and forth for weeks now talking about show cancellations and you know she's we've been working together to kind of get information out at least you know i've been reaching out to her for my clients on my client's behalf um she's been incredibly responsive and um you know so big thank you to that but we want to um bring marjorie on she asked us to she kind of reached out and said hey people are like struggling you know can we kind of get some information out and and um and talk to people and i said well hey why don't we have you onto the podcast and you can uh, tell everybody what's happening at once and maybe avoid 2000 different, you know, Facebook messages, which is I'm sure her full-time job now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, we want to introduce Marjorie. Um, she is the marketing director uh, for the OCB and uh, Natural Bodybuilding Federation and also a promoter for several shows. So Marjorie, we'll uh, welcome and we'll let you kind of introduce yourself and tell people a little bit, not just about who you are from the OCB, but who you okay. are you know, as Marjorie. <laughs> yeah, I have a whole nother life. I, I lead two lives or three lives. <laughs> I'm a mom of two teenagers um, and a wife, and I'm also a full-time school teacher. I teach sixth grade science, so that's just crazy right now, trying to figure out in this pandemic how that all is going to work. I, I miss my students terribly right now. Um, it's we just never had the closure, right? Mm -hmm. And um, my other gig, my other passion is natural bodybuilding. And um, back in 2015, um, there were there were some things going on in the natural bodybuilding world, and um, I kind of fell into this position. Saw that um, there was a need um, for some help with the OCB. I love the OCB. Um, which is our natural bodybuilding organization, and I wanted to help out, and so. And I'm still here. It's 2020 now. <laughs> Can we be done with 2020 yet? <laughs> yeah. Like what, what, I think what we were saying, the, the meme that was like, 2019 was the worst year ever. 2020, <laughs> hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> or my other favorite one is like, hey, my 30 day subscription, my trial subscription to 2020 yeah. is up for I, renewal. I'd I like to cancel it. <laughs> I don't want to fucking renew. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I want a refund. <laughs> yeah, I totally want a fucking refund. <laughs> so, um, so you said you fell into it, Marjorie. How mm-hmm. did you fall into uh, being with the, uh, you know, kind of being the marketing mm-hmm. director of the OCB? I started competing um, in the NPC, which is a non-tested organization for those people who are not familiar. I, um, I got into bodybuilding back in 2012 and I started hearing about this OCB and um, someone said, well, yeah, they drug test over there. It's all natural. I'm like, oh, well, that'll be a much different experience than what I seeing over there mm-hmm. <laughs> where you have a lot of steroids and things. So I was really excited about that. And, um, in 2015, I earned my professional status and, um, started competing in different professional organizations outside of the OCB. Saw a lot of things that wasn't really happy about. And I thought, well, maybe I don't want to do this sport anymore, but, um, some, Things started to happen in the sport it's, itself of po- uh, politics, if you remember that whole split. Mm, and um, <laughs> I um, happened to approach um, OCB president Matt Shepley with some suggestions um, and things that I saw that I thought could be improved that would help the organization because I had a great experience in the OCB and I really wanted to just kind of give them some ideas. And he said, hey, you know, why don't you just write up a proposal and we'll talk about it, you know, what you see. And then, and here I am. So, (laughs) so a lot of things have changed since then. I, I, hopefully for the better. And, um, yeah, I, I really enjoy, I have a degree in marketing. So that was something that I never thought I would go back to. And, and here I am using that other side of my brain again, which is, it's awesome. Yeah, I actually, I mean, I commend you on that because I do, I mean, I've been around in the sport since 2004, so I've sort of seen it. I've seen all of it. Um, I even got drug into the middle of it between the, the two babies that were fighting with each other. And, yeah. you know, it's kind of like, yep, I'm, I'm out. Peace. Um, yeah. But yeah, I have, I have, I think you've done a great job marketing wise. I, I like to play marketing. I also like to play doctor, but that's just between Brandy and I. So I just pretend. Um, I a little gross and creepy. We don't. I, I really, no, not together. Oh, that, was, that came out wrong. <laughs> just, I want to get that on the record. <laughs> we play doctor, not together. I like to play doctor. I also like to play marketing. <laughs> you, you've done, but back to you, Marjorie. Back to you, Marjorie. <laughs> not my weird, creepy, not my weird, creepy hobby. Just keep going. I, I did have to play doctor the other day for my son, but it was not willingly. Uh, so well first of all I have to commend you for being a teacher because that is amazing and it super stinks right now and the whole no closure situation like I get it I've got two little ones thankfully I think because they don't quite understand it all but I know it's hard for everybody yeah so for listeners who are like what in the hell is OCB and what in the hell are they talking about can you shed a little light, give us the elevator pitch for the LC- OCB. Yeah, sure. OCB um, was established in 2003 by Matt Shepley. Um, it is now the largest natural bodybuilding organization in the United States. <clears throat> As of 2020, we had 100 shows on the calendar. <laughs> but as you can see, those obviously are falling off. Um, so um, 
we pride ourselves on our drug testing and um, not having politics at the judging table and just having good shows and giving athletes a great experience. So that's who we are. <laughs> so the first shows on the schedule mostly this year were in early March, right? Yeah. Or late we March. We had some in February, actually. Yeah, okay. The February print. shows got to happen. <laughs> so, so those happened, but then yeah. obviously this pandemic started and it changed yeah. everything that the whole world is doing, but it affected anybody who was going to show in your organization as well. So can you talk about what has basically happened to the OCB shows from pandemic to now? Yeah. So, um, you know, initially we weren't really sure how serious this was going to be here. You know, um, the communication through the government in each state was different. And at the time, remember, we, you know, some states had no restrictions. Some states went down to 50 people in a gathering. And then within like eight hours, we were at 10 in some places and some states were doing nothing. So, um, we just decided that, you know, with the shows that we have across the country, we would allow our promoters to make those decisions based on what was being mandated in their states. Because, you know, the severity of this was just kind of an unknown, right? We're all still learning as we go through this, right? And, mm -hmm. and still, like Florida just finally got on board, yeah. right? So, Good night. so um, everybody is in different places. And um, so promoters, in every organization, we're scrambling, trying to find different arrangements and find different venues, trying to make things happen because, um, you know, our thought process is, you know, these athletes have worked so hard. Um, we don't want to pull the rug out from underneath them. Um, but, you know, when the government says you got to pull the plug, you're pulling the plug, right? right. So, um, so a lot of that initially was just trying to keep things going for the sake of the athletes. Um, but then, you know, we finally wrapped our brains around like, okay, this is not happening right now. Um, I have a show in June, at the end of June, and in Virginia, just last week, um, the governor said that we are in place in our homes till June 10th. So with that in mind, I talked to my co-promoter and I said, look, we can't expect people to get on stage. We don't want people risking their health to try to find a gym or, because mm -hmm. you know, these athletes, they get tunnel vision mm -hmm. and because uh, we've been there <laughs> and it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. We don't want um, people taking risks unnecessarily to make it to the stage because the stage will always be there. It right. may not be there right now, but it will be there eventually. And, uh, you know, we're just as anxious as everybody else to get things back to normal, but we've got to do the right thing. So that's I mean, where we are. <laughs> yeah, very well said, obviously, because there's competing problems. There's obviously just in general trying not to get sick. But like you said, it's not like the ban can be lifted June 10th and you can do a show June 12th, right? There's right. preparation that has to go into it. And athletes right now can't prep properly because they don't have access to gyms for the most part. And, you know, like Tina and I've talked about, nobody should be doing anything to put your health in any type of a dangerous position, which obviously low body fat restricting calories would do. So, you know, definitely commend you guys for being aggressive in this and understanding that, you know, there's some psychology behind what an athlete would do knowing there's a deep on the calendar. 
So as of right now, OCB show, what's the first OCB show on the calendar as of right this moment? That's still happening. <laughs> yes. from, oh, jeez. Well, some of them are still on the calendar um, because the promoter hasn't officially called it yet. But I think we know. <laughs> the yeah. reality is that I don't think we're having anything in June. Um, will we have anything in July? Mm. I, to be honest, I, I don't think so. Right. I don't think so. Yeah. Has there been any, has there been any thought Marjorie to, I mean, I know you were, you know, I feel like it's kind of like the same as like what the, the president and they're saying from a federal level, but we're letting governors decide what to do in their state, which is why, you know, my, and my husband will argue that that's the dumbest fucking policy on the planet. Right. Like you just fucking, everybody should shut the fuck down. Right. Right. Get this over with, please. Right. So is there, (laughs) so is there any thought, so yeah. of you guys just saying, I okay, you're frozen. Oh, I'm frozen. You're frozen, but I think we can still hear I you. I can hear you. Oh, there you are. You're back. Um, is there any thought for the OCB to just say, yeah. all right, we're just going to draw a line in the sand and we're yeah. going to say no shows before September even. Right. I mean, like, cause you know, the, you know, the Olympics have called it, you know, the, um, you know, yeah. the United States is- Equestrian Foundation, <laughs> which everybody's tracking. I know. Yes. Everybody <laughs> right. is tracking Brandy's horse world. Um, <laughs> and you know, the baseball, you know, professional baseball has called it and hockey has called it. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, is there any thought to, to doing that just so yeah. from a, and you know, from a coach's perspective mm-hmm. you, and I'm sure, you know, from an athlete's perspective, yeah. it's just like, okay, it's easier, like from as hard as disappointing as it would be if I was prepping for a July show for it to be canceled. It's also right. a huge relief to go, all right, you know mm-hmm. what? Let me now I can actually plan yeah. and take a step back and yeah, right. know what to do. What are yeah. your thoughts on that? Um, well, we've talked about some of those things. And like I was saying, still, there's not a consistency from state to state. So I think we've all got to get to that place where people are all acceptance and they're people are getting their news from different sources. And so in some areas where a show has been pulled, athletes are like, why are you pulling the show? Because they are not in that space. Like, like in Missouri, for example, they have 1800 cases, but the governor's like, we're not doing anything. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So, so it sounds like OCB is not considering a universal policy to dictate to promoters. Am I understanding that? We're not dictating to promoters. Um, I'm having one-to-one conversations with a lot of promoters. I think a lot of them have come to a realization that things aren't happening. Um, in some cases, promoters have opted to, like if a show was coming up, um, some are doing some kind of online activity um, athletes could either get a refund or participate on something online, you know, and some seem happy with that. Um, I, I personally don't feel like things are happening in July at all. Um, I'm getting a lot of questions about the Yorton cup mm-hmm. in particular, cause that's our big show. Um, a bunch of coaches have asked, well, are you going to reschedule that? Well, here's the thing about rescheduling. And I've gotten to this point with the promoters too. I'm like, we can't keep rescheduling people. In a lot of areas, we have multiple shows and that messes up things down the line for when we eventually start things back up and you're going to impact another promoter. So 
We are just taking that mindset that we're not rescheduling. We've just got to move along. Um, and the Yorton Cup, that's a contest. We book our venue in D.C. over a year out. <laughs> and getting a venue in D.C. is difficult enough. Um, so if it doesn't happen in August, I mean, we're not going to reschedule it. And we'll probably be making that call soon. And I think once we make a decision on that, then promoters before that will be making their calls as well. Yeah. And we did lift the um, qualification requirement for the amateurs. So amateurs can compete in the Yorton Cup without- Considering that. there's no shows to yeah. you right. oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that was one of the very first things I said to Matt. I said, can we just like lift the qualification? Because, um, you know, I mean, he does that really because the event is special and- yep. Otherwise, we'd have three, four hundred people there, mm -hmm. and nobody's trying to be there that long. No, <laughs> it's long You're enough welcome. as it is from a coach who spends <laughs> and from a judge's perspective, and uh, oh my gosh, everything. So, um, so that's why that's in place. But um, so that's where we are with the Yorton Cup, and and we would hate to see that not happen because it's such a special event for the entire sport. Um, but if it comes to that, I mean, we've got to do the right thing. Um, we can't, you know, expect people to travel across the country and compete and we can't reschedule it. It's just getting a venue, like even November, December, like think about every event in the country, it's not even scheduling right now. It's trying to reschedule. Good yeah. luck. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, that's yeah, where we are with that. So Yeah, well, I mean, thank you for answering that question because we actually had that. Um, that was actually one of the write-in questions people were asking. And, and yeah. I know you and I had discussed that offline too. And I, mm -hmm. yeah, and, and I think it's good for people to hear, you know, your perspective because like you said, um, competitors, we get tunnel vision, right? And, uh, you, know, yeah. you know, and it's like, so it's hard to imagine what's happening on the other side of the, you know, the right. street from me and six feet away from me, right? And what other people are, are doing because I'm just like, wait, I've prepped for 20 plus weeks and you're going to fucking yeah. cancel my show? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, because, and we're and all some, in the same And some boat. people are getting upset about it, you know, because yeah. in their state, they feel like there's no reason to not have a show. Yeah. You know? And so when people are getting mixed messages... Um, you know, ultimately the decisions being made for them. Yeah. Whether they like it or not. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah. think, but I, I think it's a tough decision for you guys to make, but I think, like I said, I know. So for personally, for me as a coach, like I've just had come to Jesus with, you know, clients that were even going to compete in your show, for instance, right. We had right. Our, our, you know, we were holding out hope for like 620 and right. 627. We were going to do those as team events and cause they're local to us. And I, you know, I, I just, all of my clients have now pushed to fall shows, yeah. you know, as much as I, you know, even the August shows I'm really nervous about, you know, including Yorton, cause that was one of our right. team events, but it was, you know, the clients that it was such a big relief for them. The ones that were like, okay, let's push pause and let's look at October. Right. We were like yeah. September, October, we feel a little safe with safer with, and right. it was such a weight lifted off their shoulders, yes. you know, as yes, they all, cried and some ate too yeah. many cookies for 24 hours or so, sure. but you know, and then we, and then we're like, okay, now we, now we can plan. Right. Because otherwise we were mm -hmm. kind of in this like weird, you know, holding pattern. But, right. um, I think that hopefully more promoters will start to realize, you know, like this is, it's just, it's just better for everybody if we 
can make yeah. some decisions. But um, here's another question for you um, mm -hmm. that I know has come up a lot. And I, again, I know that this is not necessarily OCB policy because you're leaving mm -hmm. it up to the promoters, but yeah. um, some are refunding money and some have not wanted to refund competitors' money. Mm -hmm. So what's your thoughts on that? <clears throat> Um, my policy is we are refunding, you know, personally at my show, some promoters have, um, offered an option of a refund or transfer to another show. Um, it's tough for it. Cause you know, as a promoter, um, you know, if the rugs pulled out from under you, you've taken all that registration money and you're not sitting on a pile of money. You've bought trophies, you've paid a big deposit or even paid in full on your venue and maybe they're not responsive mm -hmm. right away. Um, so some of the promoters are, you know, they're in a tough financial spot, you know? Yeah. So we are as an organization looking at that and saying, okay, in the future, moving forward, um, what are we going to do as a protective measure to protect promoters, protect the athletes, and protect the organization because ultimately what a promoter does impacts the organization. All right. So, um, we're looking at like event cancellation insurance policies and things like that moving forward. Cause we've had events <clears throat> canceled before due to hurricanes and things like that. But in those situations, you know, the venues refunding, um, right away, you get a little bit more response, but you know, you still trophies are expensive. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of our promoters buy the Niels trophies and it's thousands of dollars. Like people don't realize, or they bought the t-shirts and the goodie bags and all the other things. And so, um, I think in some situations we have promoters that are just saying athletes, it might take a little while for me to refund you, but I will. So they're kind of all in different spots, but we yeah. are as an organization evaluating that. I personally feel like if in a show is a cancel that an athlete should be refunded. Yeah. Especially if they're not. And I understand that a lot of them have other shows in the area sure. and are offering, you know, well, Hey, come do this other show. And yeah. some, some athletes will take them up on that. And some just aren't able, like I, I work with a lot of military. Right. So, sure. um, you know, sometimes they're just not able to do that, but I think that's, that's a good policy to have. Yeah. But yeah. that kind of explains why some are a little, <laughs> You know, they're not trying to sit on money, you know? And so yeah. it's, I mean, promoters take a big gamble when they put on a show. People yep. don't realize how much money there is. That's sometimes 10 or $15,000, you know, depending on the size of the show that you're putting out in yep. advance. That's why we um, don't promote anymore. Right, Brandy? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it is. Well, it's, it just wasn't funny. It wasn't our gig. It's difficult, you know, and I really appreciate you shedding some light on that because yeah. sometimes as the consumer, you lose perspective yeah. and, you know, we have these conversations all the time that, you know, this situation sucks, this sucks, I'm bummed, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's a very unique situation where the entire world is eating the same shit sandwich. Yep. Pretty much. Yes. Yeah. And mm -hmm. a lot of our promoters, they're gym owners they're personal trainers. So they're being hit from every direction, just like a lot of people in the country right now. So, um, but you know, athletes too. So it's, and it sucks. It yes. just sucks all around. But, um, you know, I, that's why part of the reason was I really wanted to pull the plug on our show sooner rather than later. One is just to be like, all right, I'm setting a precedent here. I'm looking at June promoters who are in my, you know, who are in that period of time for that, maybe you should be thinking about doing the same. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's funny. Once, go ahead. Uh, once um, Matt decides on the Yorton Cup, I think that's going to definitely encourage more people to. Yeah. Does he have a date that he's, um, does he have a date he's planning to make a decision he, um, by? It's May. Um, he has the, he has the registrations on hold. He's like, I don't want to deal with having to refund, refund people or anything. I'm just putting it on hold right now. Cause you know, most people, they wait anyway. Um, let's see. He has it on the website. It says that it's closed through. I think it was like mid-May, wasn't it? Yeah, somewhere around then um, where we'll reevaluate it and make a decision. Um, you know, we'd hate to do that, but, you know, why put people through all that stress of prepping, you know? Mm -hmm. People look forward to that show and is a top pro, <laughs> if you want to be there and show up with the right conditioning, the way you want to look under these circumstances, oh my gosh. You so, know? well, let me ask you this, Marjorie. I know that, so let's just say, um, hypothetically, that show does get canceled. And I know yeah. it is the biggest one. And you guys yeah. had, like, bigger prizes this year than, yeah. like, any other year. Yeah. Is there any thought to just maybe moving that pro portion to another show, right? What, uh, just, just taking, so instead mm -hmm. of completely rescheduling Yorton, like, putting that portion into somebody else's show kind of sort of in this area as an option. Have you guys thought about that? Um, well, what Matt has done, and um, he'll make more decisions as we get closer to that, but what he has done is decided that um, he was going to consolidate. He already consolidated two pro shows in November um, because realistically speaking, if something doesn't happen in August, people are going to need that time to get ready for a November show. Right. Um, so we just haven't made any decisions on that yet, but that's certainly something I can talk to him about. Yeah. I mean, I was just, you know, because I feel yeah. like that that's, you know, the OCB's biggest, you know, yeah. end of year kind of pro yeah. event, you know, and if there are shows that are able to still happen October, November time wise, right. like, Hey, can we just kind of like, let's just pick Yorton up and stick it on this show. Yeah. You know, let's plug it into this show instead of this show. Yeah. It's just, you know, wondering people, mm -hmm. That way it might give people something to hope for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would love to have an answer on that. I just don't <laughs> right now. So, but that's well, a good question. That's okay. Our answer to everything is, yep. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I got no fucking idea. <laughs> and I think that's a completely okay answer to yeah. everything right now. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, well, and of course our, um, on our side, you know, we want to make things happen just as much as athletes. And we know what the sport means to people. Um, to the coaches who invest their time and their energy into prepping athletes and going all through the, through all those emotions. And we know the sacrifice of what it takes to prep for a show. And a lot of these athletes, this is the one thing that they have in their lives. There's that, that positive thing that they can look forward to. And so, you know, for a lot of people, it's like their antidepressant has been ripped out from underneath them. And so, you know, we care about people on that level. Um, you know, this, it's not all about getting tan and getting on stage. We realize there's a lot more to it than that. Um, we've all been there, you know? Yep. <laughs> well, we definitely applaud everything that you guys are doing to take this seriously. You know, like, like we talked about, sometimes money can shade your decision-making, but it sounds like you guys have the right perspective and understand that health and safety comes first in an unprecedented situation. So I applaud you guys for taking that serious and making your decisions based on the right 
things. And we really appreciate you coming on today and chatting with us and putting the word out. I think, I think it's going to be helpful for athletes and just really the general public to get some insight into what organizations are doing and the decision-making process that they're struggling with as well. Um, before we sign off, you have any, anything else you want to share? Um, just that we're looking forward to getting things back on track and we miss the athletes so much and just the smell of tanner and all, and all those things that go along with it. And we're anxious to get back to normalcy too. So we're just keeping communication steady. Um, we're keeping our, you know, follow us on official OCB page on Instagram to, you know, and all of our events and things like that. Most of them have their own Instagram page just to be in touch. We are a community and we want to be there for you as a place where people are all kind of going through the same thing or we're doing it together. Yes, yeah. we're, we're alone together or together yeah. or exactly. something like that. We, we are yeah. all in this together. I mean, yeah. I don't we think are. I've ever used the word unprecedented and we're all in this together so much. Stay safe and stay, stay healthy ever so much in my <laughs> right. life. For I'm just sure. like, I got to come up with something yeah. different to say. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on with yeah, us today. Thanks. And, and just, you know, athletes, stay safe. You know, I know you, you're so focused on getting on stage and all that, but stage will always be there. It's not there right now, but it will be as yes. soon as possible, as soon as we can get it going and yes. just take care of yourselves. Be with your family. Eat yes. the things you want to eat. Yes. Well, not, <laughs> not Unless your coach overboard. tells you otherwise. <laughs> don't, don't go overboard. Don't go overboard. Yes. But, you know, enjoy yeah. this time in your life that, that's unique in that you have this extra time with your family and friends. Well, maybe, you know, not together with them, but separate. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's... That's a beautiful conclusion. Absolutely. Look at the positive for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, that was great. Uh, I thought that was a really great interview with uh, Marjorie of the, uh, the OCB, Natural Bodybuilding Federation. Yeah. That was it, really good information. I mean, fantastic. And really it was what the questions we were hoping to have answered. Basically, you know, what are you guys doing going forward? And I personally am happy to hear that they're taking a somewhat aggressive approach. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, if I was king for a day, I do think just setting minds to fall. And, you know, you mentioned in that interview, most of your spring clients, you have just told them to focus on fall. I know my fall clients, most of them are just rolling to spring. Yeah. Because of 2021. Because of 2021. <laughs> Assuming right, 2021 is yeah. better. Well, because we just really almost have to just X out between now and frankly fall on the calendar. We don't know. Right. And, and, and like I was talking about with, with Marjorie, there is, I mean, uh, yeah, it's disappointing to, to cancel your show, but honestly, yes. look, my, my clients that were supposed to compete on March 28th, they had it the worst because they were quite literally a week out from their show yeah, and looking when, amazing when the plug got pulled, right? Both of my March client, you know, the two March clients and, and then it was like, okay, well, let's, 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 um, let's hold you over to like June. Cause back then in March, we we're like, okay, well, things will be back up and running by June. And, you know, as things have progressed, um, it's gotten, you know, things are obviously continuing to get canceled. Now the June shows have gotten canceled, but, um, the sooner we've made a decision from, you know, from my coach's perspective mm -hmm. for clients, um, after you get over the initial disappointment, the easier it is because now we can plan, right? So right. bodybuilders in general are 
there are, shall I, I shall say the, in this sport, if, if you're not planning and preparing and having everything scheduled out for you, you're not, you're not going to be the best athlete that you can be. I guess that's really in any sport. And so the sooner we're able to pull the plug, we can now plan. Right. So, so if we're, if we're still hanging on for a June show going, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. Stop wondering. um, Then make a new decision. Everything's in flux. It's so much, things have gotten so much better since every single one of my clients has made the decision to push to a September or fall show. So we have a handful of shows now. Um, and, and you and I can talk a little bit about um, how we're handling that from a strategy perspective. Um, I will say we, I do have a couple that we're still kind of on the fence about August. So as soon as, as soon as they, you know, cause I have one pro athlete that's, you know, preparing for Yorton cup. Um, but I do think that um, if they're making the decision in May, right, that's only mid-May, it's only about a month from now, right, um, that still gives us time to, you know, try to, you know, prepare for another show or what have you. So, you know, we're yeah. keeping them going until then, even though I'm, I'm nervous about, I'm nervous well, about August. I, I just let me, <clears throat> let me tell you my thoughts on it. You know, everybody should come here for their medical and public policy information first. Exactly. So, but here's how I think this is going to go. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a national lockdown today or tomorrow. And that's probably going to extend into June. I think the Virginia date was probably what most everybody's going to have is mid-June. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean June 11th, it's fucking game on, nope. right? There's going to be a ramp back up. So the 10 people rule is probably going to be in place through July. The 50 person rule will probably be through August or whatever. You know, if you listen to the experts and read between the lines or just listen to the experts, you know, they're saying September, October, that's when it'll probably be business as usual again. So, you know, as an athlete myself and as a coach working with athletes, I think it's unfair to, you know, really plan for much other than that. Right. And I'm, I'm hundred percent with you on that. And if, you know, if you're an, if you're an athlete that's been slowly dieting down for a show, or if you've ever done a show and you've then had to reverse diet back up, that's what we're doing here. Right. We right. slowly ramped things down. Right. So it was like, it was like some stuff is going to close. And then it was like 50 people. Hey, how about you not hang out with 50? And now it's like, Hey, how about you right. not hang out with more than 10? And now it's like, out of how about, and then it was like, how about this. you stay in your house? And then it was like, stay the fuck at home. Right. right? Like do and not now, come out. <laughs> do not fucking come out of your house unless I tell you otherwise. Right. And then, you know, and we're going to, when, when the country does start to reopen, like you said, it's not going to be, Hey, everybody can go about, it's not going to be like when Southwest dings and says, you are now free to roam about the country. Right, right. That is not not happening. That is not going to happen. We're going to have a slow ramp back Mm -hmm. up because they're going to have to see how things go. And, you know, so then it'll, like you said, we'll we'll reverse diet out of this and we'll say, now we can go out 10 people and some businesses can reopen. It's going to be a slow roll because, you know, otherwise we will be here in the fall, right? Because they'll 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 have no choice. But, um... Yeah. So, so what, um, you know, well, are we, go, go ahead. I was going to say like, why don't you an- answer my favorite question? Mm. 
What's your favorite question? How many jelly beans are in a box of kids mix 20 flavors? How much bacon can you eat in five minutes? <laughs> How much bacon can you eat in podcast breaks? That's my favorite. <laughs> I saw you eat one slice of bacon. I don't know. You might've gotten to one down before you came back on. But. <laughs> no, but the real question, oh, and might lead into this is <laughs> if you're an athlete, right? We've, we're getting this constantly. If you're an athlete yes. and you're in this situation and you have a mental breakdown, right? Mm -hmm. And fall off of the truck and then get run over by it. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Look, the, the <laughs> first thing I will say is shit happens, right? Mm -hmm. If it, if it has happened and I know it has happened for 98% of my clients and the other 2% probably just haven't told are just me lying. That. They're just lying. <laughs> um, right. So whether it's a day or two days or you fucking fell off for a week, right? So Look, my, my first response to a client, if they're a first time offender and you know, they've, they've recovered from it and they're like, okay, I'm back on track. You know what? Shit happens. Just get back on track. Right? Like it's, um, it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not saying that you should go and do it. I'm not, this is not, you know, it's, if it happened, it happened. You need, you should examine why it happens. Right? If the disappointment of your show getting canceled threw you off track for a week, you, you should probably evaluate why that emotional, tr you know, that emotionally triggered you to go on a week long bender, right? Like, cause there, there's other issues there if you're not able to kind of, to, mm -hmm. to stay the course. So that was an emotional reaction mm -hmm. using, using food as an emotional reaction to some kind of disappointment in your life. And whether it's a competition or, you know, otherwise, that's something you should probably, you know, evaluate in yeah, yourself. That's a good point. That, I mean, but pause on but, that. That's actually a really good point. In general, if you're finding yourself just going to a bad emotional place during this, like that's something to address. Don't shrug it, shrug it off as well. Everything's weird. Well, yeah. Everything is weird. But if it's triggering you to a place that is physically or mentally unhealthy, you have to deal with that if we're in a pandemic or not. And right. again, you, there are professionals out there who can help you. Okay. Right. Restart. But, but so, so yeah, so I do encourage people to, to evaluate that from a, you know, mental, emotional uh, standpoint. But um, if you find yourself falling off, right, that, you know, I, I've gotten past the point with some clients of, you know, the pep talk and like, hey, we're, you know, it's okay, let's just get back on track. And, and if it continues to happen, you, you, Look, it's up to you, right? Like mm -hmm. I, most of my clients at this point have not nixed their whole season. They've pushed the fall, right? So we're in strategically in either a maintenance phase or we're still, you know, um, slow rolling the fat loss phase with different, um, you know, refeeds and things like that along the way. So, you know, we're not having to be as aggressive and we're, we're able to back off of things. But that doesn't mean that this is, you know, free will time to go and eat all the fucking cookies, right? It's, if you still want to compete in the fall, then your ass needs to stay fucking on track, right? Mm -hmm. It is up to you, right? So, you know, if I had a client, it was like, well, sometimes I'm on and sometimes I'm off and, you know, and, and this, that, and the other thing, look, there's no right or wrong. You can be yeah. on, you can be off. This is, you're, you're not hurting my feelings in any way, shape or form. But if you want to be the best athlete you can be on stage this fall, if that's the decision you've made, then make, then again, yeah. th you decide how you're going to handle that, right? It's no different than if you were four weeks out from your show, or if you're 20 weeks out from your show, 
right? right. It, do, it doesn't matter, right? So fall shows now, we're about 20 to 23 weeks out, depending on, you know, September, October shows. It's not that far away. Mm-hmm. So what I have started to say now is the longer you fuck off, the right. less chance you have of getting on stage or the harder you're going to make it for yourself to get on stage. Because some of my athletes were a week out from their shows, right? Or two weeks out, like we were just about in peak week and they were in their prime condition. And look, I can hold you there. We can bring calories back up. There's, you know, I have all sorts of strategies, but if you decide to fuck off and, you know, and just, you know, do whatever, then we're going to be starting from scratch. And, and, and oh, by the way, not only are we starting from scratch, you've actually made it more difficult because you've gained back body fat that was unnecessary. And, you know, you know, you were already in a very metabolically adapted state. And so you're making things harder for yourself. Um, you know, there we, I am, you know, every single one of my clients that is pushed off to fall is getting strategically higher calories, right? Mm-hmm. In some way, shape or form, whether it's, you know, uh, you know, a week of maintenance calories and then a, a week of dieting or two on and two, you know, or, or refeed days, right? So everybody has the opportunity to fit a treat or two, right? Into, in, into their, um, you know, into the, into their meals now, right? Nobody's on extremely restrictive calories right now. So if you need, if you feel the need to fit a cookie into your diet, then fucking fit the cookie into your right. diet, but stop fucking around. Like the macros no longer matter during the pandemic, right? Like, cause it does. Yeah. Um, so now that said, if you really aren't on board, like if you've just, if you're just mentally, like if you've lost your compelling reason, if you've lost mm-hmm. your, your, your will to continue yeah, on and compete this much, year. Yeah, or it's just too much to process right this minute. Then that's okay, right? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's reevaluate that. And I've told my clients that too, right? Mm-hmm. Let's reevaluate that and, and um, decide if we shouldn't just like nix this year and, yep. and look forward to 2021 because look, this is a really stressful time for people. Um, competition dieting is stressful. Trying to stay on track with your training with limited equipment is stressful. Trying to find chicken breast in the grocery store is stressful, right? right? Like it's like, okay, so we're all sort of limited resources right now. Um, so it's okay, right? Like it, we're, I am finding unique ways to reprogram training for clients who are very limited in what they have. And we're finding unique ways to deal with nutrition you know, based on what clients have access to. And as a coach, and I know you're, you know, doing the same, um, we're here to, to help figure it out, whatever works for you. But ultimately right. you are in control of your actions. The, the pandemic is not putting the jelly beans or the cookies in your mouth as much as I would like to believe it is. <laughs> right. Um, and, and, and that's, that's, that's really all there is to it. And I think we had, um, you know, we had a couple, there was some of the questions that people wrote in, um, you know, was like, well, how do I know if I should stop prepping? Right. Or how do I know if I should pull the plug? Well, you know, as you heard Marjorie state, and I think we're going to try to have some of the other federation, um, heads on in the next couple of weeks, um, so that we can see what other federations are doing. But look, if I were in charge of the world, like, like you said, Brandy, um, and you should get all your news and medical headlines here first before absolutely absolutely Um, here once a week for 45 minutes and then as as a coach and what i am recommending to all of my clients every single client that was competing anytime before august and really i've only got i think one left that's kind of holding out for august and we'll make we're we're in a fat loss phase anyway so regardless of where when she competes we got to keep going 
Um, I would say push your shows to the fall, pick mm-hmm. a fall show, uh, work with your coach to go into some kind of maintenance phase or, you know, whatever the strategy needs to be. Um, but the sooner you make a decision, the easier it really does become to get your head straight, in my opinion, right? Like being in flux is the hardest fucking thing. Well, and I think that's what a lot of people are struggling with the most. I told you that um, yesterday I talked to my horse trainer for the first time and we had the same conversation and it's like, I was planning to start the season in April, clearly not happening. Then it was May, then it was June. And, you know, she just plain said, we are not going to plan to start until September, which makes for a weird season because that means we have a one-month show season to qualify for regionals in October, <clears throat> October and finals in November. But, you know, all the same, same discussion we're having here that it doesn't make sense. And, you know, the minute she said September, I, I personally felt like a weight was lifted. Yeah. I'm like, ah, okay. Like, now I can come up with a plan right. for September instead of this like, well, do I push to here? Do I push to there? Do I blah, 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 what if, what if, what if? Mm-hmm. And you know, as much as it was a bummer at first, mm-hmm. you know, at, like I said before, like the whole world's in the same bummer, right? It, you're not the only one in a bummer ass situation. And you know, we were talking before, sometimes it helps me personally as an athlete when I'm bummed out to think about other people who it sucks more for. I don't know Mm -hmm. why, but that's a coping mechanism. And there's Olympians who probably had their one and only fucking shot at something they spent their whole life training for. And when the Olympics got canceled this summer or moved to the next year, they might not, that may not happen for a lot of them. For like you said, there was a story that a guy just like, I can't financially plan and train another year. Right. You're a top ranked athlete. The shit that goes into that for four to eight years, right? You might not be able for a lot of reasons. And your one shot at the Olympics just went down the drain. Right. I think about that. I'm like, all right, well, that sucks a lot worse than like pity little me putting off my season for a couple of months. Right. You know, I mean, and I I think, I think that's, I think that's. Uh, an incredibly powerful way to to look at things and and not to minimize um you know the amount of work that you know natural bodybuilders put or you know or, no. or any athlete puts into anything but, but really, it is it's not just perspective, you right yeah you know, this is like marjorie was saying and i think she she made a good point that like we get tunnel vision right we're like what yeah. do you mean you're canceling my show and i gotta train and i gotta do this and and you know and and hey right like let's take a step back for a minute and let's let's look at the the current state of the world and right. how everybody's being impacted like i you know yeah sometimes i i get a little pissy with you know mm-hmm. people that are whining complaining that their fucking gym's not open and i'm like mm, well okay so you have a fucking body so fucking work out with your body yeah, stop bitching about the fucking gym's yeah. not being an essential essential business and how about the three thousand people that fucking died overnight can right. we can we can we fucking put things in perspective right. here? and i'm all about being positive being in a positive place and hey let's let's look at the number of people that are surviving and not the number of people that are dying okay fine fine but but the reality of the situation we're in is that this is not about you and the fact that you don't have fucking access to your right. gym right now, right? right? Like, or that you can't find fucking chicken breast in the store right. because like, there are, you know, let's, let, let's just keep 
things in perspective, right? I mean, really, I, I, I echo that. You know, I don't usually like to get super controversial on things, right? Because everybody sees things from their perch in the world. Right. But I take a hard line to that. Shut the fuck up, right? Like, you're alive. You, you know, you're fine. You're okay. Figure it out. This is not, this is not a me moment, right? Right. I mean, there's people in horrible situations right now. Yeah. So get a grip. And that, I, that's, that's, that's gotta be the resounding statement. This is not a me moment. This is a, we're all, like you said, when we were talking to Marjorie, the the entire world was fed the same shit sandwich. And Mm -hmm. if you want to learn how to deal with life when it hits, when you get served a shit sandwich, listen to that podcast, right? So yeah. it's titled what to do when you get served a you a shit sandwich, right? Cause we're all eating the same fucking shit sandwich right now. Yep. It, it is. And, um, and look, you know, to, to Marjorie's point, um, and actually she may have, we, I think we may have talked about this offline, so maybe she shouldn't say it online. You know, I realize as, as a, as a coach and just as a human being that, you know, the sport of bodybuilding is not always just about what it looks like on the surface, right? It's not just about sparkly suits and people that are all vain and, you know, into their appearance. I mean, sure, there's plenty of people that are like that, but this is also a lot of people's antidepressant, you know, Mm -hmm. being in the gym. And I understand that, you know, it's not the same thing if all I have is my body and I don't have my, my gym and my weights and that, that me time, right? So you're stuck at home with your family and you don't actually have that, that time to yourself in the gym, you know, that one hour a day that you get to yourself. Um, you know, there's people that are, you know, like I said, use it as an antidepressant, use it as their means to de-stress, use it as their, um, you know, and bodybuilding is that thing that, you know, maybe they focus on because, um, of, you know, I, I've had clients with PTSD and this is, this is their thing, right? right. Or, or clients, you know, coming out of abusive marriages or, you know, or whatever. And this is the thing, right? They're mm-hmm. like, I got to get out of my comfort zone and to, to, to take on this challenge. And, um, and we've worked with a lot of clients in many of those situations. So I get that, right? Mm-hmm. But this is also, this is also a, you know, a time that you you have to be able to find other outlets, right? Other healthy outlets. So Mm -hmm. if your existing healthy outlet was just taken away from you, you have to stay healthy. You have to find another outlet, right? So, so I certainly understand that aspect of things. I am an athlete that uses it as my antidepressant. Thank God I have a home gym. So I have not been interrupted, right, at all as far as my training goes and, and trying to keep my mental health in in, uh, in a good place. But I understand that a lot of people have. Um, but this is where you have to exercise those mental muscles that you and I talk yeah. about all the time, right? Your brain is your biggest muscle. This is the time to focus on those other healthy things. So if you are obsessed with going to the gym and that's all you have and suddenly that's taken away from you, you better find another means to, you know, to work that out. I mean, well, and this is just proving that you, you've got to be able to have that flexibility and find, find, that, find that way. You know, and kind of to that point, as you were saying that, this can be a real period of time of realizations about yourself. And, you know, to be a healthy person, you shouldn't have any crutch. So, you know, it could be interesting if you realize that the gym is the only thing that's keeping you from being in a bad emotional place. That doesn't mean the gym's your answer. That means 
you got to do some work. Right. And, you know, in some sense, maybe this is a good forcing function to realize some things about yourself and you can come out healthier on the other side, you know? Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. And, you know, I had one client this morning who said like, I'm bored. This is so boring. And I said, okay, here's a list of four books. You know, now you have downtime to read these books, read them. And basically let's do some book reports. Like let's talk about them, right? Mm -hmm. The Goggins book, uh, Brene Brown, Dr. Mm -hmm. Decker, Dwecker, Decker, however you say her name. Um, Grit. Mm -hmm. There was another one on the list. Um, oh, the Scott Jarek book, Eat and Run, I love. But you know, like just you find a different way to spend your time, right? You just have to, you have to, you know? And it's funny when like uh, the qu questions are posed, you know, well, I'm in a bad place. What should I do? You got to figure out how to get to a good place, mm -hmm. right? For that means. Yeah. Get and there. look, and, and you know, cause I, you and I are back and forth on email all day. Look, we're no different. I, I will ad readily admit I am struggling with the same, right? Like sure. I am, um, I spend my entire day uplifting clients and trying to keep clients on track and I love my clients and I am so incredibly fortunate to still have clients because I realize that we're right. um, a luxury and not, not a necessity, not, not a necessity, although I, hopefully some clients think I am, mm -hmm. but, um, I spend my entire day every bit of energy I have to, to keep clients on track. And I will admit that I am struggling to, to do the same for myself because I have no energy left, right? Like this is, again, this is not any less hard for me than it is for, you know, any one of my, my athletes or my clients. Um, it's no, it's not easier for me. I have the tools. I certainly know how to use them, but I'm struggling to find the energy to, to get there. Um, but I, but I also keep reminding myself that I do have the tools and I do know how to do this. And, um, you know, so, uh, you and I decided that, you know, cause I, you know, was, I saw it was, I think it was a meme the other day and somebody was like, if you don't come out of this with something like your side hustle and something, 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 it wasn't that you never had the time. It was that you didn't have the discipline. Right. So oh all those things you said you didn't have time to do, if you don't come out of this pandemic fucking doing that shit, then you, it wasn't something you really wanted no. to do anyway. My favorite one meme is the one that's going around saying, you know, I always said I wanted a week at home to do nothing but deep clean my house. <laughs> Turns out time wasn't really the problem. <laughs> problem. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. So I, know. first of all, I never said that because I, I never want I to say deep it clean all the my time, house ever. but I'm never nope. going to do it. No, I never <laughs> want to deep clean my house. I'm still not deep cleaning my house. Um, I'm not, I'm going to deep clean it after everybody moves out. Right. Yeah, so okay. when it's just me living here, <laughs> then I'm going to deep clean it. But until well, then it's not worth the effort. But I did, you know, so, so redoing. So there are things that you and I always talk about from a business perspective. They're like, well, we got to do this and we got to do this. Sure. And so, you know, one thing I have made a promise to myself that I will do before this pandemic is over is we're going to update our, what to expect when you're competing book, because we released it initially in 2016 um, and so there's lots of things have changed in the industry and posing has changed and pricing has changed. I mean, just mm -hmm. lots of things have changed. Um, so, um, I am finally, we, right. So we're finally going to, um, to make updates to that book and re-release it. So, um, and we've, we've never been very good at, um, I guess maybe advertising or marketing, um, or what to expect when you're competing book, but people who have read it, um, say that it's an incredibly valuable resource. So, Hey, if you want the current oh, yeah, edition, 
If you want the current yeah. edition, you can get it on Amazon. Um, if you're sitting around bored, go read that. Go read it. It'll give you an idea of what to expect you yeah, know, but, coming this fall. But uh, you know, I'll tell you, tell everybody something honest from my perspective. I have been butt tired since this whole thing started. And you think like, how is that possible? Right? Because in theory you're doing less, but I talked to a friend of mine yesterday and she said the same thing. She's like, I'm so tired. And she said, she read an article and I don't know why this didn't dawn on me, but she's like, people are exhausted right now because you're spending all this emotional energy worrying about everything. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, kids are home, which are, and husbands are home, which are just energy sucks anyway. Right. So everybody's energy output is so much more extraordinary from an emotional standpoint right. that, you know, a lot of the things you're like, yeah, that would be a good idea. I'm just too tired. Like I'm just trying to get from A to B mm -hmm. and, and that's okay. That's okay too. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. It's all, I, it's all okay. I, I mean, it's all fine. So, you know, points here, right. Um, everybody's lives are disrupted right now. This isn't a me moment. This is a mm -hmm. everybody moment, right? This is everybody in life was served the same shit sandwich. And, and some people truly do have it way worse than, mm -hmm. than you. Um, and you know, if you're, you know, if you're an athlete and your show, your sport, your, your, you know, whatever, you know, bodybuilding or horse horses or, you know, whatever your sport is, you know, my advice is come up with a new plan. Mm -hmm. Stop banking on any, t again, this is just, I think Tina and Brandy opinion, mm -hmm. stop banking on anything to happen this summer. The mm -hmm. sooner that you make a decision to do something in the fall, I'm telling you, it's a huge weight lift yes, off of your do shoulders, it. Just do your it. coaches. You can plan as an athlete. Your coaches can come up with new strategies for you. We can stop sitting in the state of flex because the state of flux is the scariest, most uncertain place to be. Mm -hmm. And we're all already in a state of like the whole country is, is uncertain right now. So the only, in, you know, the best thing we can do is kind of set new plans in action, um, come up with new things uh, to do and to focus your energy on because the, you know, the reality is as, as great as uh, having, you know, this sport as a distraction is, it also can put you in harm's way if you get too focused tunnel vision, right? Well, like uh, that you're, you know, that you're putting yourself at risk to go find the chicken or, you know, or- Because or, listen, or, like you're not gonna be on the stage dead, right? right? And you're probably not gonna be on the stage if your family member dies. Right. And that's how serious this is. That's right. no joking aside. Yeah, and you know, I, I've even thought, look, if we, if we wanna get really like serious about shit, like I, I've told people, I'm like, we don't know. I don't know if the fucking promoter of your show is going yep. to survive this. Yeah. Right? We, we so don't know if we're going to, we don't know if we're going to survive. We don't, I, I, God, Nobody I, pray, knows. I pray that everyone, you know, we all stay healthy Absolutely. and everybody stays healthy, but the but reality we don't is know. people are going to fucking die and we don't know. Mm -hmm. Right. That's so, exactly right. So let's, let's get out of our heads and our feelings about this mm -hmm. being about me. Cause it's not right. It's, it really is, um, about the put things in perspective. Yep. Um, Make and the best decisions to say, stay safe and healthy. That should be really your only focus right now. Yeah. Drink your water. Drink your, drink your water. For God's sake, drink your water. Drink your water. And you know what? And again, this is, uh, this, of course, you should get all your medical advice from me. Mm -hmm. um, but I have read this in more than one place from reliable sources. Like, 
staying hydrated is more important than ever with how this this virus you know handles things right so how this virus likes to do shit i'm not saying it's going to save you from it but it is probably you know it's staying hydrated has always been important but it's more important than ever now um go ahead you're gonna and all the people who complain that they don't want to drink water because they have to pee so much your whole excuse is gone. Yeah. You sit in the bathroom all day for all I care. You yeah, can sit, sit in the on the toilet all chug day. Your water. <laughs> sit in the bathroom and chug your water. Just fucking drink your water because you can just dip right across. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, so I don't want to hear it. Yeah, you can take your laptop and sit on the toilet. Sit on the john all day long. Watch Tiger King. Drink your water. There's nothing to complain about. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, and look, if you want to get a, if you want to, if hey, if you still got goals and you want to stick to your goals, then you better be doing the shits necessary to stick to your goals, For right? Sure. Like, stop fucking around. Do it, you know, it's like, do it or don't do it. I, mm-hmm. I don't, it, you're not hurt my feelings one way or the other. So, yep. You know, so this is, this is, this is on you, but yep. um, right. well, anything else that we, uh, I think we've beaten this dead horse. Yeah, um, I think everybody gets our point on this one. So yeah. that's that. So um so I think we'll invite some other federation heads on. We'll and yeah. maybe next week we'll um, we'll invite um, some other folks. Like we'll I'll reach out to uh, the AMBF and we'll reach out to uh, maybe uh, the IMBF, WMBF and see if they want to come on and chat with us about their perspective on things. And yeah, we'll we'll keep podcasting for you guys and giving you the state of the union state of the union get it here i almost told you to stay sexy but that is not how this goes <laughs> no um we're gonna say stay healthy <laughs> there you go stay healthy and don't get murdered <laughs> stay healthy don't get weird use your head it's all gonna be okay it really is all gonna be okay all bye right. bye